You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Death Note Manga Reading Club Podcast, part of the Weird Science family, a manga podcast family, not a network. I'm here with my fam, Jason. What up, Jason? Oh, it is good to be back talking about Death Note, Jim. Yes, it's been a whole week since we last talked about it, and I just want to point out that I believe at the end of this chapter that if there's problems, you should end up being Misa Misa's manager. I think that you would do a bang up you job. You know, I'm, I'm kind of looking to get back into the workforce. My kids are getting older, getting ready to go to college. So yeah, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll look into managing idols. I think that could really play into my skill set. That could. I think that it'll work. But we have chapter 41, Matsuda, that we're talking about here. And it, a weird, you said it is good. It's a really good chapter page, but it's a chapter page with Rem. We haven't had yeah, Rem in like a, a while. Poster. We see Rem, who's uh, the the Shinigami who goes along with the Death Note that had been Misa Misa's and, and is now belongs to the Yatsudo group. But Rem is, is flying at night over a really gorgeous like, Tokyo skyline. It looks fantastic. So, oh, we get to check in with Rem in this chapter. I haven't, we haven't seen her in a long time. Maybe we'll learn more about you know, where the other Death Note is or who at Yatsuda actually has the Death Note. We still don't know which member this club has. it. So I'm looking forward to that. And we don't, we don't see Ram again in the whole chapter. <laughs> no, we don't it's, get an it. all, it's an awesome title it page, is. though. And I want it to be a Blacklight poster so I can have that. Oh, I, I love the law. It'd be so, so good. That right next to my Kiss Destroyer Blacklight poster. But here we go. We Did go into it. Did you know that Gene Simmons of Kiss once owned the movie rights, The Inhumans? Oh, really? I you learned that? that on the Rob Liefeld podcast yesterday. That's that, cool. Oh, who was it in the Slack who uh, who put me onto that? I forget who it was. It, Sorry, was, it was probably Matt Raisin. Probably uh, Matt, Dr. Yeah. Matt has been listening to that a lot. Now, in the side note, mm. did you also know that at one point the Beatles tried to get the Lord of the Rings and was going to have that as their next movie at one point? I heard uh, that. I know George Harrison was way into movies. He helped produce like uh, Life of Brian and some Monty Python. Yeah, stuff. he so, was yeah, a big guy with cool. Monty Python. They were they were trying to get the rights. They had the money, and J.R.R. told me they went to him, and somebody's <laughs> like, and he actually was like, "I'm not giving it to those long haired hippie." He, he's guys. more of a Rolling Stones kind of guy. Yeah, is that I guess he was. I think he's more of the Kinks. The Kinks. Is what he might have been, right? You know, he wants more Brit. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Village Green. I mean, I could see him being kind of villain. You know, into the it that would kind be of. Good. Old English the, kind of kinks. I love stuff. the kinks. But yeah, they were going to get it. And I think John was going to be like, you know, Gollum. It, they had a plan. They wanted to do it. And then <laughs> I think at one point, then. Ringo it, be Tom Bombadil. Oh, they, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was going to, it would have been so bad. It's really good <laughs> they didn't get it. But then at points, Mick Jagger was interested in a lot. Like those guys were really interested in all that. Then, then what happened is Led Zeppelin said, "We don't want a movie, but we'll sing half our songs about the Lord of the Rings. We'll just throw weird references and stuff." But yeah, they were going to do that. But that would have been crazy. Gene Simmons and the Inhumans. But here we are, and we're uh, at oh right, Death Note. We're talking about yeah, Death, Death Note. Note. I forgot. We're here. We're at the movie scene. Misa, Misa. She has a bit of a no love scene type thing it's not like they're you know rocking in the sheets or anything but they're outside and she's <laughs> supposed to be kissing this guy yeah she she's has, being difficult yeah, she is the, the director difficult. is is looks totally frustrated she wants to make sure everyone knows that she has a boyfriend i can't make out even on camera because i have a boyfriend and she doesn't have a boyfriend 
I mean, she thinks she does. She I thinks guess. she does, but her her boyfriend does not think she has a boyfriend. And even with this, you're supposed to be acting. You know, you can do it. wink, wink. You know, she even says, "Well, I guess I can pretend to kiss." And and then the director's like, "What is going on?" He's losing it. I like where you have, you know, what's going on. Matsuda's watching. And just going, but he's thinking back. He's not his even doing his managerial yes. stuff, right? He's thinking back. And it's crazy when things. he's supposed to be a cop, his brain is in Misa manager mode. And now when he's supposed to be Misa's manager, his brain goes to cop mode out of nowhere. And he's really upset that Mogi Magi is getting, you know, a lot of credit for bringing him papers and stuff. But he, <laughs> he wants to get credit. Look at the look that he has as Mogi walks away and he's like looking at him like, why are you oh, getting so much praise? I, I want to be I like you. I should have done that. I'm, I'm a good boy, too. Someone tell me I'm a good boy. Pat me on the head. And this is classic. And and this is why I think Matsuda at this point is my favorite character. Because he'll try to do the right thing. Ooh. It'll always be at the wrong time. Because and, he's there. Uh, yeah, and well, I mean, not to give away the end of the chapter, but uh, they, they make us care about Matsuda. And then they put him in a little bit of peril, which works pretty well. And this whole chapter cuts back and forth between, you know, Matsuda has a little adventure, and then we cut to, well, what's happening at the headquarters? What's the task force thinking about? And then back to Matsuda having his adventure, and it really and does a good job of building that tension. Job. It does a great job, because as you're going, it would be like if me and you were doing this, and you're there at your house, and you're like, I hope Jim doesn't try to go downstairs as you see me. <laughs> I hope he doesn't slip on that banana peel. Oh, my God. It's it's that bad. Like, everything that they're saying to not do, but he's trying to do the right thing. He, th- he really goes, and he goes too far, and that is one of the things that at the point where they're talking, eh, we'll get into this, uh, you know, the full deal, because I blame L a lot for this, because L does not seem to have... Who does respect Matsuda But he's mm-hmm. telling everybody But he's never told this to Matsuda The idea, don't do anything so Because I think he just pushes mm-hmm. Matsuda him aside. does put something together here Right? He realizes it's Friday night And he puts that together with the deaths That are beneficial to the Yatsuba group I think I've said like eight different ways You know what I mean I, I Same here, <laughs> I'm with you The deaths uh, that are beneficial tend to happen Friday night to Saturday So he must put together Hey, something must happen at this corporation on Friday night, it's Friday night, he runs off and tries to, I don't know, figure out what's going on. He tries to infiltrate the place. It's weird. He he throws himself into a plan that there's no plan. He's just, it's like, I just got to be there because he's there and he sees the building and then they delay the shoot. They say, because you have Misa Misa, she gets upset. They have to rewrite some stuff. Hey, we're going to work late. It's going to be then, a late night. So it's like he has some time to kill yeah, here. I he think. has a time frame. And so he ends up where I'm going to go off and says to her, hey, I'll be back at 10. You stay here. I'll be back. I'm going to go off. Never says, you know, where he's going or whatever. And Misa Misa is like, sheesh, she's all upset. But he does go off. He has a plan. But then we do get a pretty cool deal with light. Because now Light's starting to think of all the things. Light's starting to worry, I think, am I actually here? Because right, he's because he's, he's, a, he's a smart guy, so I like that he notices this. Because when he gave up ownership of the Death Note, it removed all memories of things having to do with the Death Note, which leaves kind of odd little gaps in his memory, right? He, he realizes, because he's a smart guy, he has all these connections to people connected with the case. 
right? He was on a bus that was got hijacked. And, and he didn't remember being on the bus, right? It's just he doesn't remember having right. the death note. So it's a weird gap. And then he realizes, hey, if Kira was on that bus, that would have been a time to make contact with Ray Pember, who was on that bus. And then he puts together, uh, like, what else does he have? That, uh, yeah. His, the his, fiance, his dad, Naomi. His fiance, Naomi. She's and, uh, missing. Connected. He knows, oh, hey, I was able to hack into my dad's work computer which would have been really useful for anyone who was Kira, for instance. And he's he gets really thoughtful about this. He, and uh, he's even noticed by L, who says, you got a, a funny look on your face. But <laughs> like where Light just, he doesn't want to mention it out loud. He tries to put it out of his mind, but we know this is going to keep on growing. He's going to keep finding these connections, and he's he's too smart not to figure it out eventually. And you have been asking the question all along. Does he have a plan? Even if he doesn't know the plan, does right. he have a plan? Did the old him have a plan? Yeah. And is this part of him realizing down the line, I would still be able to figure a way out? Because it does seem like he's like backtrack right. working. Does, does he figure out, oh, if I was Kira, I would definitely leave myself a note in this place. And you've, you've been saying that all along. And he actually does start thinking, if I was Kira... Would I kill people? Would I? Would I? Would I be okay with and that? And he would doesn't I be able say, "Oh no, 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 no definitely yeah, not a yeah. thousand percent." Like, well, yeah, he's maybe. like, yeah, it seems like something that I would be against. So I think that you might be right in the deal that he's working a case that he doesn't even realize that he's working just yet. That would be to get back that death note, but it'd be crazy. But yeah, I love where he's just zoned out. And you end up where L like jumps in and he like he's so distracting. He what you doing? To look at that girl. Hey, what's up, boy? Uh-huh. And yeah, he's like, oh well, hey, I was just thinking of some stuff. But he actually thinks, and it's a crazy idea even for him to think like I'm not going to talk to L about it because there's no reason to. I won't do it. It almost feels like he's already setting up things in his mind without even knowing he's it. He's already it's just, covering up for himself. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. Uh, and even then, when he's thinking this through, he's not thinking on the line of, I want to prove to L that I'm not that. He actually seems to think to himself, I think I might be, but maybe let's see. And, and he'll, you know, figure that out or whatnot. But we end up having all this stuff going on. And now, boom, we get with Tari. And I didn't know what was going on really at first with this. Another crazy name. But you end up getting that there is Detective Elrado Coyle. Who is, <laughs> I'm telling you, it just, it doesn't flow, right? Araldo Coyle, sure. Araldo Coyle. It actually sounds like almost like a almost Harry Potter type name, but you end <laughs> up with this. Yes. This is like the second best detective. Oh my God. And what has happened is the uh, super group has sent out a deal to try to get this guy. Hey, and we, we want to get that. him. We saw yeah. them do that. So this, it's not news to us that it happened, but it's news that Watari knows about it somehow. But we actually did. Out of our many, many hundreds and thousands of contradictory <laughs> we right. theories we've thrown out, one of them turned out to be correct. Yes. We said that, hey, maybe it, it could be that L, a.k.a. Uh, whatever the heck his other name uses, he uses all these names. Ryazaki. So, I, I tried to, to – uh, we go, and I was going to actually mention one of these where we just keep going with L just because it's easier. Throughout for everybody to know who we're talking about, but, but we yeah, said, Ryazaki. "Hey, he's such a smart guy. It wouldn't be beyond him to just put out these other fake names." And it turns out, yeah, that the top three detectives in all the land, and by the land I mean the entire world, 
they're all him, including Eraldo Coyle. So he's been hired through Watari to find himself. Which is funny. So the Very whole play is, and what that does then really is, hey, we, like every bit of evidence, Yatsuba, Yatsuba, it's just pointing that they're the ones, somebody there is either working with Kira, they are Kira, or they're just, you know, up to no good. But they even say they're, they're starting to realize so many of these deaths right. are they're making investigating Yatsuba go. the guy who's investigating Kira, which is suspicious. Yeah, yeah. So as they're going with that, you you go to Matsuda. Back to the spy mission. You can almost hear the dun 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 dun. dun. He's probably humming it to himself. Mission he's humming possible. to himself the entire. <laughs> he he probably is. I mean, he's so ridiculous. But at one point, he actually does do okay because he's going to go through the front door. Realizes he can't. He thought that he'd be able to waltz in. Hey, nobody knows each other. It's such a big corporation. I'll just pretend I will. Oh, we have to have slide cards. Oh, I can't do that. There must be a back door, which he finds. But then there's a guy there who just turns around and he, he just crawls by. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> you always expect him to do that, like, roll as he goes past. But you know, this is the entrance. It's the back entrance. It's still an entrance to a giant corporation. There's got to be a million cameras there. Oh, there's got to be a million. And you know what the funniest play <laughs> is? We ended up already setting up the idea that Weddy... That's the only reason they kind of got Weddy was to break into this Yatsuba. Here's <laughs> this is not his core competency here, right? He's <laughs> no. not the super spy break in security dude. No, I think he just he's so ridiculously naive that it works. He just kind of. But like you said, there has to be cameras. What I think they play off here is there should still be security guys, but everybody's off work. Everybody, oh, we're leaving. There everybody's are a going. Couple of coincidences, lapses in security in his whole mission here that are a little tough to buy. Super, super entertaining. But yeah, this one and another coincidence coming up, you go, well, really? It's it's a bit much, but but a lot of fun. And if, if this wasn't, you know, Matsuda, I would have some problems because it's him. He's so goofy. That, oh my God, it's so stupid. It just might work. But he realizes at one point. It's like a right? Mr. Bean sketch almost. It is. You're not yeah. going to try to find logical holes in Mr. Bean because that's not the point. Let's see, and he, I like that at this point, doesn't know what he's doing. He actually is like, well, kind of, he's just, I'll get past this and then see what's going on, look around. But he does realize if I get caught, I'm arrested, right? L thinks a thousand steps ahead. Matsuda thinks <laughs> zero steps yeah, ahead. Yeah, zero. He's going That's with it. the flow. You end up where <laughs> El Raldo Coyle. I like, love, you got El me, and Raldo everybody's Coyle. like, oh, I love it. He's like, oh, man, that guy, he's this. And then you just end up where, and I love the way he says, it, where L says, there's nothing to worry about, Geraldo Coyle. He's also me. And dun, then dun, oh, dun. my goodness. I thought that Yagami was going to have another heart attack. And he's like, huh, you're Coyle. He's all, he's like, yep. This Geraldo Coyle guy, Detective Yagami already knew about, right? He's, he's also famous. So it's not like he's just some random name plugged into a Yellow Pages. This is another famous guy. Who turns out to be the same thing as that. Same guy. So you have that, and they actually do trace the idea of trying to get the money out and who it came from. They say they the that's the again the Yatsuba Corporation doing things. They're not that smart to what they're doing. I think they think they're just so high and mighty with all this. Right. At least not compared with light. We're used to you know light being super precise, and again thinking like nine hundred and ninety nine steps ahead at least. These guys they have. 
you know, it's a bureaucracy. They're not that smart. They have goals. They want to get money, but they're not, they're not that super clever. They're not that insidious. They're just kind of grinding forward. And they find this guy, and it is one of the people we saw at that meeting. It's Big Chin Guy. It's his the guy name you is, thought, right? Yeah, because we've seen him in the sh- saw someone in the shadow with a big chin. So, well, this is the person who's hiring. This isn't Arado necessarily Coyle. Kira. This is the right. guy who ended up sending out. It could the be hiring, but, but it could not be. Yeah. At one point in this chat, you know, they kind of get upset that maybe they need to figure out who it is. But you know, and I'm talking about the Atsuva Corporation. But they're like, okay, well, we've come this far. We now have to go. That the Atsuba Corporation has done enough now that we can pretty much assume they're involved. Kira, this we don't know the particulars, but there's enough to get a definite connection. Aber and Weedy involved, and what we'll end up doing. It seems you know you'll end up having Weedy get rid of some of the you know security deal, and that's where Aber will go in. He'll use his spy, but at the point Matsuda is running down the halls. And it's so funny the way it goes back <laughs> yeah, and we, forth. We cut right back to him. He's in a hallway, and yeah, this is the this is the coincidence. There's a bunch of people <laughs> getting into an elevator, and as they get into an elevator with Matsuda hiding around the corner and sweating, they they all say, "Oh, how about all these secret meetings we have to <laughs> go to? Doing? Don't you hate these late night secret meetings on Fridays we have all the time?" Isn't it like so ridiculous Like the idea that either they're that stupid Or they just end up where they're so Like I said, high and mighty But the idea they're walking down the hall A little bit of operational security, guys, right? Keep keep it in, until you're in the room A little button your lip Don't say secret meeting I, I'm surprised they're not like <laughs> Hey, <"Yep."> wanna go <laughs> do crimes? I would love to do crimes How about we go and do Kira crimes right now? <laughs> Who are we gonna have died tonight? Oh my goodness Gracious, they are talking out loud about secret maidens. Matsuda hears it. I love where he's like, secret maiden. <laughs> like he's also, this must be it. And then he ends up because they're, at, they're also all walking in a herd. They're all just walking down the hall to get in there. He's like, man, that's a lot of people. That's where he hides. But yeah, he sees where they're going. Mm-hmm. And then he starts starts running the stairs. I wish that the whole rest of the chapter is him like pausing every three stairs <laughs> he looks like he's in a good i don't know what shape, floor though. he's on now but he has to run up to the 19th floor so i like that he's like oh man and then he starts running up but yeah he wants to go all he's doing here and like he hears secret he just wants to overhear something so he has something to give to l yeah he wants to bring back something to get praised yeah that's it and you feel like oh man don't do it dude because uh, tell me, as this is going on, you might as well have L because he's all crouched. They're talking about what they're going to do. They're talking about the idea that the enemy is Yatsuba, also Kira. He's got this whole detailed plan. Let's be super careful here because we have an advantage because we know they're involved, but they don't know we know they're involved. So we don't want to get anybody killed and we don't want to give away our advantage. So everybody be super, super careful. And meanwhile, Matsuda's going up the stairs goes right up to the door of the conference room <laughs> and crouches down. He doesn't actually pull out a glass to put against it. No, but, but if he had one, he would. would. Absolutely. I know he would have. And <laughs> you almost get the play. I even said it earlier where as Matsuda's running down, you, you almost have El say, listen, guys, I know this sounds crazy, but I don't need anybody to hear secret meeting, run upstairs, go because it's all going to blow up. They say if they find out that we're onto them, then it's done. We're, we're done. 
And there's that the Matsuda was just running down hallways and going up to doors. And the big play here is I think that what you have going on with L at least is he he's still going with the idea of switching bodies. He actually even says that we don't know if Kira can switch bodies. And I think he thinks it's one of those that if we end up finding out or they know he, he we're on to them, somewhere else, he'll yeah. just jump and we'll be done and we'll have to put that away. It's Start not quite that. So at least we have that. But poor Matsuda, he's like, all right. He then is listening in. And kind of thinks he hears kill him. But, but first, I I didn't notice this box. The first I read through, it says an hour later. So he's crouching there with his ear against the door for a whole hour, probably getting like every seventh syllable, you know, just enough. I didn't see that hour later because I think that I was so upset that Matsuda was going to get caught. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's so tense. Yeah. He's been listening in here is kill him. And we'll, why, when will we kill him? I actually thought they might be talking about you, Matsuda. They might be on it, but they don't seem to be on he to him He hears the word, the name Kira, and that is giant to hear actual people, they'll talk about it. I mean, I'm sure people talk about Kira, but here's somebody at the corporation we know is connected in a secret meeting talk about Kira. If he could, you know, get away from there right yeah. now, right? If he could right just now. sneak back down those stairs, he actually would get, well, first he'd get yelled at by L. But he also would get the pat on the head because that is really big information. But unfortunately, what happens there, Jim? Well, I really like it because the door opens. <laughs> he's he's caught. But I like in the, the way they played it. As they were going, the one guy must have said, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. The other guy with them, because there's two, must say, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom too. But all you see is the bathroom too because we're not hearing what's going on. And there's Matsuda right as L is telling everybody, listen. We don't get detected. We can't. Oh, no. And he's caught. And I'm like, he's done. He's dead. Just the idea that he's 19 floors up on a Friday. Everybody's gone. Secret meeting. And he's there. But, yeah, he ends up where he ends up pressing the, like, the the disaster deal. You got a distress distress signal. signal on the belt buckle, which we haven't seen for a lot of chapters. I think we saw Yukita pressed that way way back when he was he was killed outside the uh the tv studio i forgot all about it so at least there and that that's what i said the idea where you have you know i would have crapped my pants and i would have ran he at least presses the button so they know he's in trouble but boy they have no idea how much trouble he might be in and it's just like st- your favorite line, stupid Matsuda, because, yeah. It's, yeah, it it's, does report where he is, too. So it's not just, oh, he's in trouble. There must be GPS or whatever magic manga technology. And it says, yeah, he's at the Yatsuba Tokyo office. And uh comment guy says, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll probably kill him. Yep, he's probably dead. And then I love where L just is like, oh, well, we're going to have to rethink our plan. <laughs> like, it's almost like, eh, it's done, eh, stupid Matsuda. And then Matsuda's like, oh, no. And there's where it ends. And it's like, oh, crap, Matsuda, you're done. There's no, I, I don't know. How how can you survive? They better not get rid of Matsuda. I mean, the thing is, you would think that, I don't know. I don't know. Like, this how is do you, beyond. How do you explain crouching outside the door of a secret meeting about who Kira is going to kill? Does he have police identification anymore? I don't think he would have that. Do they know he's a cop? Will he say that he was a cop because he's not that bright? I can't see him as being, you know, the, the fast talking, oh, I can get out of this kind of guy. Yeah, and, and the weird play is like when I start to think at first, I was just like, oh, thank God they, you know, Kira, they don't know. His, no, no, they're just going to kill him. Like this doesn't need to have Kira involved. They find this guy. 
you are throwing them out the window or whatever it might be. I mean, these guys have this big corporation. They could probably make people disappear like a Matsuda. Yeah, they're going to play the game because of the way they're trying to get money and stuff. Now, if whoever the new Kira is, is smart and knows the rules, they could send Matsuda back to the task force and like disrupt things that way. That would right? be because crazy. you have that time period you can control the person you're killing. That would be that would be what light would do, but these guys yeah, aren't as smart. Yeah, to try as to light. figure it out. Yeah, they they don't seem to be that smart. But I think they might be ruthless and they may just kill Matsuda and that would be a shame because we do like Matsuda. But I hope not. They I mean, then we would replace Matsuda with Iber and Weddy. <laughs> no, that's that's a downgrade. Huge downgrade. All of a sudden, Mogi starts talking more. He's like, hey, guys. I'm like, no. Somebody's got to be Mises' new manager. Maybe Mogi. I'm telling you, if if you end up getting Iber, as I I wouldn't trust that guy. So we'll have Mm -hmm. to see. We'll have to see if Matsuda survives. But, yeah, there's a death note how to use it in the back. These things are getting stretched out, these rules. Well, we have two nice, concise rules here. This is death note how to use it, set 29. The first one is, very short, you cannot kill humans at the age of 124 and over with the death note. Okay, so there's an upper limit. We know you can't kill babies. I forget exactly how old, but no babies. And no one over the age of 124. It's like the death note's like, please, like, don't waste my time. These people are going <laughs> to die like in a second. Now, like, I what did look doing? up who is the oldest person ever, and the oldest verified human ever was a lady in France who died at the age of 122. Was it? That that's crazy. The oldest man ever died at 116. Like the, the like the 15 oldest people ever were all women, and then a Japanese guy at 116 is the oldest man. Uh, Eric, who I do the DC comic stuff with, he's his, what 113. I think he he acts like he's 500. His uh, girlfriend's <laughs> great grandmother, I guess it might even be more, but was 109. Wow. Uh, when she ended up dying, so that's that's pretty up there. That's crazy, but uh, that gets you on the leaderboard. Yeah, 122. So this can't come up very often. This rule. I feel like that lady, but yeah, that's not going to come up often. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> and also, this next one's more interesting. I think we have some possibilities here. It says you cannot kill humans with less than 12 minutes of life left in human calculations. So if someone's about to die anyway, you can't just kill them off right now. And that feels like I can imagine an exciting, dramatic scene. Where someone's about to die anyway, but they're going to do something and give away the secret. And the Death Note owner, Kira, is going to want, oh, I got to stop him. But this rule kicks in and says, oh, sorry, can't do it. He's only got eight minutes left. It's his eight minutes. I swear to God, I'm like, is Ayaza, or not Ayaza, Matsuda, is he having a heart attack at this moment? They're going to try it. It's like, <laughs> he's going to die anyway. I'm like, it, please don't be, be with Matsuda. That's I hope so- not, but it's possible. He he trips, ends up falling down the elevator shaft <laughs> Something ridiculous. <laughs> He's just goofy. But yeah, uh, but I think that you're right. The idea of trying to shut somebody up at that last second, but if they're already going to die, yeah, you can't can't do that. So that is crazy. So uh, yeah, that's a crazy deal. But what would you give this chapter? This was a lot of fun in this chapter. I mean, I, I hope we don't have to give up Matsuda because yeah. of it, but watching him get into trouble and cutting back and forth with this nice calm scene back at headquarters and then Matsuda being Mr. Bean as a spy in the other part of it was super entertaining. I loved it. There was almost none of those two new crappy characters I don't like, and I I like that they weren't in it much. So I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I'm a 9. 
So it did rebound. It rebound from the last sure. one that was a little down. That was more of a setup type deal, and we were kind of taken aback by Weddy and nonsense. Iber. Yeah, Iber, these names. But uh, yeah, I really liked it, and I'm, it's a heck of a cliffhanger, especially if you like Matsuda, which we do. And he's such a, a fun little bit of a you know comic relief at points that I hope they don't get rid of him. We'll have to see. But with that, that is it. Thanks for joining me, Jason. Thanks, everybody. For listening as always, and we'll talk to you all next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.